That, that was like no transition. Greeting gamers and welcome back for yet another episode of the G3 Podcast. You're here with the whole crew for episode 95. 95. We are coming up so close to that three digit number. We got to figure out what we're going to do for that one. Uh, that being said, you got the whole crew once again. Yours truly. Known as Ice on All Things Gaming and Social Media, and we're gonna switch it up a little bit this time. We got the man, the myth, the legend, the king! Killionaire. Unfreaking believable. Hail to the king. <laughs> I don't know where we're oriented. Mr. Snipe90, what's going on, brother? <laughs> what's going on, brother? We're just here. We're just here. You you guys, unfortunately, like the setup's all weird from Discord OBS. So I'm actually pointing to you on the thing, but it looks different on on Discord. Yeah, Anyways, yeah, Brady Bunch. Yeah, and rounding out the crew, uh, he 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 will turn your frown upside down. He is none other than. Do it with the yeah, Mister Mo. Then down. What's going on? Uh, hey. Hey, hey, how's it going, everybody? Uh, I'm a little under the weather, so I apologize. I'm going to sound weird and look sleepy, because I am. Codex. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so as I said, you got the whole crew awesome. here, episode 95. Like, subscribe, share with a friend. Go ahead and listen to some past episodes. Apologies, apologies, apologies for the last episode. 100% my fault. We went ahead and uh, I tried to be really ambitious about... You know, having the having the uh, the Starfield uh, direct playing in the background, and yours truly uh, missed an editing step, and the audio was clearly way off. I'm 100 percent apologizing to all of our listeners for that. Uh, that being said, once we go ahead and we eventually start having this show live, y'all can be like, "Hey, Ice, stop being a dumbass and fix the audio," and I'll be like, "Oh, cool, my bad, my bad, my bad." But because of the whole setup and doing this over Discord, like I said, these guys don't see. Uh, what I see and it was just an oversight on my part so again apologies if your ears got blown out I don't think uh, there were any 911 calls that I was made aware of but uh, aside from that let's just roll straight into it uh, the first piece of news a little bit older however we kind of breezed through a whole bunch of stuff last week and so I want to go ahead and and duly pay homage um, Volition Studios is shutting down so for those that aren't aware uh, Volition's been around for something like three decades. Uh, a great studio that's gone ahead and brought us the likes of, namely Saints Row, is, is probably their highest, um, you know, their, their highest acknowledged franchise, if you will. Um, but it's very unfortunate that uh, this studio, under uh, Embracer Group, went ahead and Embracer just started. You know, doing some moving and shaking, and they decided to go ahead and shut down the studio. Uh, social media frustrated the crap out of me because uh, I thought they were not too kind to Volition and its staff. Um, that being said, these are human beings, and so we wanted to go ahead and and give a moment to uh, say thank you all at Volition for all the work that you've done. Hopefully, uh, everybody goes ahead and lands on their feet. You know, in in very quick time. And uh, they don't feel this too painfully, even though, once again, 30 years in the industry is wild. And, you know, the ability to, to touch hearts and minds like they have for, for so long, um, 
you know, they will be missed. That I, I can speak for me personally. I, I love the Saints Row franchise. I have yet to play the latest one, so I can still say that. Um, but yeah, really, I, I'm looking forward to even trying out that creative piece of work. And, and best wishes to those folks going forward. Uh, and I'll just get right into the next thing because I don't think anybody else really has anything to chime in on that. Uh, it was surprisingly a pretty packed week for gaming news. Uh, we went ahead and not only did we have Starfield friggin' dominating a bunch of the feeds uh, and blogs and reviews and whatnot, but we also went ahead and had uh, two presentations. The first of which, uh, well, I guess they both came out, shoot, they both came out yesterday, right? Yeah, they both came out yesterday. Uh, so we had the, um, the uh, Nintendo Direct. Uh, so this one... You know, as uh, Mr. Snipe90 alluded to in our group chat, was probably just forecasting, probably just forecasting those those fall games that they previously talked about. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what, though, I was impressed for the fact that they actually had quite a few. Um, well, they expounded on some games that they had before, and they had uh, quite a few unannounced projects that they went ahead and threw in there, right? So uh, they previously talked about having something of a Princess Peach game, uh, so they threw the title to that, Princess Peach Showtime, which actually looked interesting. Here we go again with Nintendo uh, being creative with their IP, um, and, you know, Peach Showtime looked pretty cool, changing up different outfits to, to uh, basically be in direct... Uh, Direct, uh, 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 oh man, I'm at a loss for words tonight. To match the scene, right? She's fighting ninjas, all of a sudden you got Peach Ninja and stuff like that. Um, so that, that looked pretty cool. Um, the one more thing turned out to be Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door. Uh, so this bad boy coming back from, I think we said this was a Wii title, is that right, Mark? That's a, uh, the crown jewel of GameCube era. Oh, GameCube, that's right, I'm sorry, yeah. Um... So GameCube getting getting remastered, remade, what have well not remade but remastered for the Switch. Um, an interesting addition to those that subscribe to Nintendo Switch Online. We're getting F zero ninety nine available right now. So you know if that game didn't make you dizzy enough, you can go ahead and try it out as Battle Royale against uh, ninety eight other players. So that that looked pretty sick. Uh, what else did we have? And apologies that yeah. we're, we're recording this a little off off our normal schedule, so we're not going to have a lot of, of videos as I would have liked. Um, you know, you just get us. So if you guys are familiar with the Talking Head videos, you can just set it down and listen to what we have to say if you want to listen to what we have to say. Um, the other ones, and I'll just, I'll just rattle off one or two others that I thought were pretty interesting. Uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong looked pretty cool. They're bringing back a Game Boy Advance, and now it's like going to be a full-on Switch title. Um, they showed a little bit more of Super Mario RPG and how they are uh, reintroducing it for the Switch. That being like almost, almost, if I was understanding right, it's almost like a new game plus where you can go back and like uh, take on you know bosses after you kind of complete the game or have already fought them. Uh, and there was one more that was fairly interesting to me. I think I think maybe it was the. Uh, I think maybe it was the Paper Mario Thousand Year Door because I was uh, going through, I was doing different things in my life at the time. I did not ever get my hands on a GameCube. Um, so that, you know, 
was an opportunity I'm now looking forward to to going ahead and kind of digging, especially Mark over here saying that that was the crown jewel. Mark, what, you know, our Nintendo master in the house, what what do you think of that direct? Good, bad, indifferent? Any titles that you were super looking forward to? Um, well, the, uh, I mean, I'll say as expected, I guess, for Nintendo, but, uh, yeah, they're squeezing the juice, I guess, out of the Mario franchise, as Matt's, uh, Thanks, but uh, uh, so yeah, so Mario movie kind of like revamped the franchise. I feel uh, so you, know, you got your Princess Peach uh game. They're doing the Mario uh, RPG release in November. Uh, they have the you know the Thousand Year Door um remaster. Uh, I think they're added a couple things. Not have to read up on it a little more, but uh. Uh, yeah, so throwing some eggs there, as usual. Their their crown jewel uh, Mario uh, franchise, the F Zero ninety nine. I I don't know if you enjoyed the game back when it was. Looks like you lost Matt, uh, but uh, we are the third ninety nine game. They had the Tetris ninety nine. The Pac-Man 99 and now the F-Zero. So they have a little bit of everything going on with the uh, the Battle Royale scene. Um, yeah, it looks like they're coming up with some, uh, you know, decent stuff to uh, fill the uh, holiday season. Uh, before the uh, Switch 2 or whatever they're going to work on next year. Yeah, man, I can definitely say... Uh, I'm thankful that a lot of these titles are uh, announced for 2024 because this year is already like super slammed and just the if we were to, if we were to go ahead if all these or you know a good chunk of these were releasing this year it would absolutely be insane 110% slam dunk that this is like the best year for gaming because you've got Xbox really i think coming to the fold with their stuff um you got a bunch of third-party titles that are killing it uh playstation's had a few uh launches earlier this year with spider-man 2 being you know uh really looking crisp and we'll talk about that here shortly uh, and then nintendo just like full force you know we already talked about mario wonder on last week's show so this is just it yeah it's pretty impressive um how much everybody is really i think now it's safe to say we're really seeing everybody come out of that that covid lull um when development just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed and so now we're starting to see things come out in full force so um, well, even uh, yep last year uh i think we were talking about this on one of the episodes it was like a, a, maybe a quarter or two of the year it was like bare bones releases and then they had that stretch in the summer and then of course the holiday season but I feel like this year it's kind of ramping up. Yeah, I think they've had a, a couple of steady releases throughout the year. Um, and But now, yeah, classically of uh, the holiday time, you know, it's stuff just starts getting crazy as we get closer and closer. Um, speaking of getting crazy, how crazy is it that we went ahead and we had not one, but two presentations show up on the same day and it wasn't even e3 uh we had the sony state of play or playstation state of play that also showcased uh yesterday on the 14th 
And it had a couple good things in there. I don't know why this Baby Steps game <laughs> looks so ridiculous to me. Like, on the one hand, I'm like, eh, I could try it out. On the other hand, I'm like, this is retarded. I'm not even, sorry, I, I'm not supposed to use the, the hard R word these days. Um, it, it did not look like something I would, you know, find myself getting into. I'll, I'll just say that. Um, they talked about some Ghostbusters, Rise of the Ghost Lord. And that was also, uh, I believe, a playable VR title. You got Resident Evil 4. Uh, introducing VR mode, which looked just scary as all get out, as well as some DLC called Separate Ways um, that adds on to the main campaign. Uh, really making a strong appearance, which I was surprised. Uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, Ubisoft coming out full force there. And that, that game, the more I see that game, the first time I saw it, it looked, looked pretty jank. But lately, the more I see that game, I'm like, wow. I, it's a Ubisoft game. I'm another Ubisoft game. I'm actually looking forward to playing uh, right there after Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, a little tease about Ghost Runner 2, digging into that. And um, they did take the opportunity to, to go ahead and, of course, showcase some hardware stuff uh, in the form of the Deep Earth Collection. So this is going to be three new colors that are getting added for the DualSense controllers and your side plates. Uh, I forget what the names of these are. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, so we've got Volcanic Red, Cobalt Blue, and Sterling Silver. Um, so I'll tell you what, though. That Sterling Silver, like that, that looks like some old-school PlayStation stuff that uh, I could potentially see myself getting, even though I'm not you know, really a super hardware guy. Uh, but I'm happy, nevertheless, to see that they're going ahead and they're still putting out more stuff, more variety out there for folks to get their hands on. Uh, but back to the state of play proper, uh, Helldivers 2, they showed, uh, you know, a dev, a little dev playthrough, if you will. And I'm not going to lie, that looked pretty fun. I, something I could probably see us trying at some point if, uh, you know, I can never convince you two to get a PS5. Um, <laughs> probably unlikely, but I'll, I'm going to keep trying. Um, Marvel Spider-Man 2, of course went ahead and took took center stage they showcased a whole lot more it was like sizzle reel like crazy uh which i think is fair considering the game is coming out uh late next month on october 20th and they also teased a little bit more of final fantasy 7 rebirth coming out next year so uh all in all I, I, did you get to watch this one mark or no i picked up on a couple of them okay. the, the spider-man looks Pretty awesome, dude. It's it's heating uh, up, yeah. Yeah, everywhere, like everywhere on feeds, it's just like Spider Man this, Spider Man that, um, and the costumes that well, they a little bit that they did show us is uh, you know, they they did a lot of detail into that stuff, so uh, looks pretty good. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven, you know, it's always a fan favorite. Uh, I don't know how many times they can remake a game, but uh, as many times know. as people will keep, pay, keep paying for it, right? If right. Matt, if Matt was yes. still with us right now, he would say the value is in the eye of those who will keep paying. Right. Um, but yeah, the silver uh, PS5 does look pretty slick. Um, instead of you know, it's always white or black usually for consoles these days. So um, cool that they're you know. Coming out some colors for people, but yes, the Avatar game does look uh, just like the movie. It's kind of kind of ridiculous. So, uh, 
good good job sony <laughs> yeah especially well yeah if you're talking avatar uh frontiers of pandora right the, w i don't know whether to give credit to ubisoft and i th i'm pretty sure that's on the frostbite engine um right Fro or not frostbite frostbite's ea snowdrop yeah i think it's snowdrop engine um which, which is wild because you think hey this thing is over here in division but then it's also over here in avatar frontiers of pandora so it shows a little bit of the the versatility of that engine um but i yeah like i said i'm really looking forward now to that game too i don't know how have zero idea how i'm gonna go ahead and, and afford any time uh to go ahead and play any of these games because uh back on that sleep yeah, because, spoiler alert, we're going to be talking a little bit about our Starfield experience continued at the end of this episode. Um, the other pieces of news here, um, keeping on the PlayStation train, there was a PS5 update that came out uh, just recently, in two days ago, and it was it was a pretty decent one. We went ahead and we had some accessibility features. I say we, you know, I'll speak for the PlayStation Nation right now. Um, <laughs> we had uh, some accessibility features added in. Uh, something that was a highly desired is um, compatibility for Dolby Atmos. If you have a Dolby Atmos enabled device, um, you can now have Dolby Atmos audio cranking through your stuff. Um, and there is also, uh, among other hardware type things, uh, new M.2 capabilities for up to 8 terabyte. I'm not going to lie. I don't know who is going ahead and affording an 8 terabyte M.2 right now. Uh, but, you know, if you can, more power to you. You can go ahead and plug that into your PS5 as long as it is compatible. Uh, along with that, some additional remote play stuff for Android devices, some voice commands, and uh, a new features added to the PlayStation app. Um, what else do we have? I really like, I like PlayStation. I like all the companies moving in the direction of better accessibility. So now you can have two haptic controllers uh or excuse me dual sense uh controllers to go ahead and help you um if if one is not enough for some reason um if if there's you know physical difficulties or whatever but um it's good i guess ahead of project leonardo that that's going ahead and uh, i forget well i'm calling it project leonardo but i think they announced it right it's the playstation accessibility controller i believe um anywho we talked about Dolby Atmos uh, and some in enhanced uh, social features. So those are kind of the big bread and butter of that. If you got a PS5, the thing's going to automatically tell you, hey, do you want to start the download now? Uh, and you can go ahead and do that. <laughs> the other <laughs> the other one, sorry, I got I to gotta, I gotta pipe this in. The other one that I think is hilarious that I've seen so many people talking about is the fact that you can mute the PS5 beep sound, like the startup sound. And I've seen so many people like, Way to go, PlayStation, saving one marriage at a time. And I'm just like, bro, <laughs> if that is what is putting your marriage at risk, you got other priorities to worry about than muting your PS5, you know, turn on beep. That's just that's just me. What do you got, Mark? The um, well, I was, um, I'll talk on that. Uh, I remember that. I think it was the one S. It's like the doo -doo 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 sound. That's when I was first dating my now wife. She'd be in the other room, and she'd know instantly when it turns on. Uh, but it's a little personal uh, story there. But uh, the share screen preview is well. The so I should say the social aspect of the updates. Uh, the share screen preview looks pretty neat. With the um, I guess you could like kind of stream to like a your party, 
uh, which is kind of cool uh, to kind of like have a, a share play almost. Uh, pretty neat. Uh, yeah. Other than that, it looks like they're putting more into like the uh, mobile mobile space uh, with the, the mobile phone uh, updates for uh, you know their cloud uh, gaming and like streaming and stuff like that. So looks like they're doing a little something over there. Yeah, I feel like all of this, um, well, a lot of this stuff when it comes to the social and it, like a part of UI and social stuff, like I, I have a hard time giving PlayStation credit. Like, sure, give them their flowers for going ahead and getting that. But like when the competition on, on Team Green has been so far ahead in so many of those things. Now, there's a couple of these things that, uh, you know, are not the same or are uh, a step ahead to your point the share yeah. the share screen preview like yeah i'm sure they do it in like a 720p because it's such a small little image but it is kind of cool like oh wow like you if i'm watching you go ahead and stream something uh or share something and i'm kind of watching it while i'm playing my thing i'm like okay that does look like a pretty fun game i don't know if it's specific to watching your friends like what what is the appeal there versus just like I don't know, going to YouTube or something and, and watching I guess a preview the, uh, or something, you know? Uh, it's only one example, like, but like the Jackbox stuff, like, instead of oh. going on a separate app or like, you know what I mean? You can just kind of That is a fair point. That way. Yeah, it's a really good yeah. thing that Matt left us because otherwise he would go on a tangent <laughs> about that too. He, the, the in-house Jackbox But the, the uh, remote play, they're doing... Chromecast, which honestly, I don't know if that's even around as much as like the. I feel like everyone's got fire sticks now, but yeah. um, and the Google TV stuff, but yeah, I don't know if is Microsoft on. I don't think they have an app on those. Uh, and so far as what remote play stuff, yeah, no, the only one that they're supporting right now is Samsung. Samsung's the only TVs, and it's a smart TV app. Um, we'll see, because, you know, here we go again with, uh, oh, man, Project Keystone, right, that they that they were trying to do, mm -hmm. which is basically their Fire Stick-like device to go ahead and uh, presumably stream to all kinds of TVs. Like, that. that's where I saw the value in that, is, like, instead of just being partnered with Samsung, um this was an opportunity whether you had a you know lg a vizio tcl whatever just plug this bad boy yeah. in and you're good to go um but obviously that's been shelved for right now because they they found it hard to from our determinations what we saw they found it hard to go ahead and make it an affordable price point that check yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> all right cool um <laughs> moving right along we got uh we got two more sections we're gonna kind of do together um, the first of which being, you know, our new section content corner, and then we'll roll right into everybody's favorite of the show. Um, so coming out, particularly for PlayStation, that, that was the big one that I saw announcements for. Um, the catalog is expanding and you've got uh, a couple titles coming out, uh, near replicant. I'm not even going to go ahead and try to say the whole, it's version one point point, but, but, but I don't know what the developers are doing when they came up with that name. Uh, that is going to be coming out on Extra and Premium. Uh, you've got, or I guess, again, that's Deluxe and Premium, depending on what part of the world you're in. 
Um, do I have dates with these? All titles will be playable from Tuesday the 19th. So it's coming up, guys. Uh, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rims coming out for PS4 as well. Uh, Sid Meier's Civ 4, uh, or excuse me, Civ 6 coming out on PS4. Again, this is all coming to your PlayStation Plus subscription. Star Ocean, The Divine Force on PS4 and 5. Uh, Sniper, Ghost Warrior, Contracts 2, PS4 and PS5. Odin, Sphere, Leaf, Leaf Rasis, Leaf Thrasis uh, on PS4. Unpacking on PS4 and PS5. That one's kind of funny if you haven't played that one yet. Uh, Planet Coaster Console Edition, PS4 and PS5. This War of Mine, Final Cut on PS5. The list just keeps on going. Uh, Cloudpunk on PS4. Contra, Rogue Corps. Uh, Rogue Core, I guess, uh, on PS4, Tales Noir, PS4, PS5, and Call of the Sea, PS4, PS5. Holy crap, it keeps on going. I, I forgot that it was this long. <laughs> West of Dead, uh, coming out on PS4. So if you didn't get to play that at release earlier this year, now's your chance. Uh, Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness, PS4, uh, and Paw Patrol, the movie Adventure City Calls. <laughs> Uh, oh, PS4, yeah. PS5. Um, you've also got ba, 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 uh, some classics that are going to be available. Um, it's funny because they say these are classics and they're only going to be available for PlayStation Premium. Star Ocean First Departure R. Uh, Star Ocean Till the End of Time. Uh, Star Ocean The Last Hope 4K and uh, Full High Definition Remaster and Dragon's Crown Pro. All on PS4. Okay, cool. Woo! That was a... Quite the list. That, yeah, that was a longer <laughs> list than I expected. Well, speaking of long lists, like I said, uh, it's time for everyone's favorite... <laughs> release Radar. Uh, so we got... Oh, man. I got to take a breath here. <gasps> we got Ad Infinitum on I'll PS5. Oh, fantastic. Okay, so we got Ad Infinitum on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC on September 14th. Mm, excuse me. Uh, and I think I tried to say this one. AK Zotal, Zolotl on PS5 for Xbox Zolotl. Series. Yeah. Uh, on PS5 for <laughs> Xbox Series, Xbox One, Switch, and PC September 14th. Deceit 2 on PC September 14th. I'm kind of going back a little bit because they, they, you know, thank you Nintendo. They kind of snuck a few in here. Um, Dune Spice Wars on PC September 14th. F099 on Switch. We just talked about that. Came out yesterday on September 14th. Monster Hunter Now on iOS and Android, uh, September 14th. Hold on, I gotta go download. Um, we got uh, Solar Ash on Xbox Series and Xbox One, September 14th. The Crew Motor Fest made its debut on PS5 for Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC on September 14th. I gotta take a look at that guy. Um, Baton Kaitos 1 and 2 HD Remaster on Switch. Oh, I missed one in there. Sorry, I'll come right back. Uh, that's coming out September 15th. Thunder Ray. Don't want to forget about that one. Uh, PS5 for Xbox Series, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on September 14th. Uh, Gloomhaven. So I've been kind of, oddly kind of looking forward to that one, I think. Or wanting to give it a shot. On PS5 for Xbox Series, Xbox One, and Switch. September 18th. We're starting to forecast into next week. You want to keep going on that, Mark? Yeah, we can... Uh... 
Yeah. Right after so Gloomhaven. <laughs> yeah, so we have uh, Lies of P. Um, I've heard decent reviews on that. Um, Mortal Kombat 1, you suck at parking. Um, I'm sorry, what was that? What was that other one you said? Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Okay>. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that actually emphasis the uh, Mortal Kombat. But, uh, yeah, you suck at parking. Um, I that's I really play that on PC, so I guess it's all console stuff now for PC Game Pass. So kind of weird. Yeah. Release on that one. Uh, Party Animals, uh, Days of Doom, Payday Three. Uh, looks like all the things. Resident Evil Four, Super Ways DLC. And we'll stop right uh, there. Four, yeah, <laughs> we'll stop right there and save that next one. Yeah, for next week. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what do you What are you thinking? There's a good list. We got anything of interest in there? Um, you know, of course, Mortal Kombat. It's always fan fave. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. Which Which one was that? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I want to check out the F Zero Ninety Nine. Of course. Um, is that Monster Hunter now just a single player ordeal? Or? That is that is a very good question. That is a very good question. I, I was joking about that. You go ahead. You go <laughs> I mean, ahead. It's, a, it's another iOS game. You can, or OS or Android, whatever. Um, maybe you can check it out. Um, other than that, yeah. So Monster Hunter now, <laughs> in-app purchases, of course. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, really suck you in. I'm looking. I wish this was listed like a normal. It's already got a four point seven on on Android at least. It's already got a four point seven out of forty nine thousand reviews and over a million downloads. So apparently there is quite the uh, quite the audience for. Monster Hunter in the mobile space. So that's pretty good. Um, as as for me, I'm pretty excited. Dude, mm, mm, like, this is one of those years. There, there are years that come by where I end up going broke uh, because I end up spending so much on games. I've been really holding back, but this might be one of those years because you got Mario Wonder coming around the corner. I've already kind of gushed about that one. Uh, thankfully, Nintendo's hooking me up with F Zero Ninety Nine on Switch since I'm subscribed to that uh, Nintendo Switch Online. Crew Motorfest, I might might go ahead and wait that bad boy out until it comes on one of the subscriptions. Um, I would have to take a look and see because I think some of the reviews are are already out. Um, let's see. Uh, why is no one talking about this game? The Crew Motor Fest. I saw one advertisement for it. I saw something on YouTube before recording the show, but I didn't get a chance to look at it. As of right now, and so we know that, you know, because it just released yesterday, some of this stuff can, can ebb and wane. Uh, right now, it's sitting at a 78 open critic uh, for the average and an 82% recommend. So, you know, we'll, we'll see uh, how that goes. And I'll... I'll talk about something else with the critic rating or open critic in a second. Um, Liza P, what what'd you hear? Good, bad, and different? What what'd you hear? Kind of mediocre. 
Yeah. Um, yeah almost the article real quick. Almost yeah. like a, almost like a, 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 what is it? Demon Souls, or a, you know Souls like, but a knockoff. That's unfortunately um, some of what I heard. Kind of like a, a cross between um, Devil May Cry and a Souls game. Oh, so a little more action in that regard. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. Have you played any of those or like um, Darksiders? Or... Yeah, I played some Devil May Cry before. That's why I said, oh, kind of action because that, yeah. that's what I think of when I think of Devil May Cry. Um, and then the uh, Dark Souls. There you go. Um, I, I have Demon Souls downloaded demons souls downloaded on uh ps5 but i have yet to get to boot dude there's just so much there's so much to play uh mortal kombat 1 i am i am so close to just outright buying it um there's just one i'm just being super particular i don't want to go into details on why mortal kombat 1 uh mortal Co okay sorry <laughs> wifey's probably asleep in at the end of the hall um that was a bad move on my part anyways uh Dude, if you have yeah, not... I had a little, little audio clip in there. Yeah, if y'all have not gone out... Oh, that's true. What's the name of the song? Yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm not, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to edit anything else. I'm going to jack something <laughs> up. Um, that being said, um, if you have not, viewers out there, gone ahead and checked out the new uh, Mortal Kombat trailer with... Um, it's the live action with Dave Batista. Oh, it's dude, it's so reminiscent of like old school Mortal Kombat trailers and it's uh yeah, it's pretty good. Gets the heart pumping if you're a fan. Um Party Animals, I have been watching that thing since they first announced it. I I want to play that. I want to play that with y'all, especially, you know, the amount of times that I've like yelled at at Mo for I don't know, when we play Overcooked or something like that. I, f I feel like party animals would just be just reckless, just absolutely reckless. Um, but yeah, dude, it's like back to back to back payday three. At some point I want to get my hands on that. The list just goes on. Uh, but you know, we got to go ahead and at some point move on with the final segment of the show. We're doing pretty good. We're about halfway through, so we don't have to take, you know, a full hour, especially since we're down a body and I don't know what all we want to talk about, but, um, we have now gone ahead. So the, the piece that I wanted to bring up talking about reviews and this, that, and the other is um, we, we already said opinions. And, and luckily, luckily or unluckily, that, that was kind of what stuck out from the last episode after we went ahead and realized the error <laughs> on my part uh, of the audio piece was... Um, it, Starfield is a Bethesda game through and through, right? So if you're used to it, that kind of stuff, and you like it, so be it. Um, that said, I think we are now, and this is irregardless of Starfield, you know, beyond Starfield, I think we're now in an era where an open world game, especially after it initially comes out, it's not the true, uh, the true feel, the true rating, the true score. And I say that, and I shared that with, with y'all in the private chat um, when I shared No Man's Sky and what that review was, right? Because No Man's Sky went ahead, and if you look at it today, and this is just an example only because um, a lot of people have made that, that 
relation or connection of like, oh, Starfield is just another No Man's Sky. So if you look at No Man's Sky on Open Critic right now, it's a 72 top critic average with a 36% critic recommend. An overall fair. That was all the way back from this game that released in 2016 that I think they're on somewhere in the 30s of the updates that they made to that game, right? The Hello Games has been very dedicated to improving the quality of life and everything to the point where folks that jump back into that game or folks that are playing it today will tell you it is far and beyond better than the scores that it's sitting on today or at least that people reflect on. So we don't really have a good mechanism, I think, uh, for going ahead and retrospectively or, or in hindsight going back and saying, hey, this is what we gave, let's say, Starfield at the jump and now fast forward a year, two years, um, presumably when the game will be on discount and a lot more people will have an opportunity to get their hands on it. This is what we now think it is, right? Like, am I crazy, Mark? Like, we, we don't really have a good strategy or system for that nowadays. No. Yeah, we, we talked about it a little bit last week. Is, I mean, I'm in, I don't even know how many hours I'm in, but my review today is different than it was last week um it's just the way the game played out i guess i don't i mean it is bethesda it's a little slow rolling in the beginning uh example skyrim um but i haven't played i i can respectfully say i haven't played any other game since then um i've actually been playing during the week um, I kind of got immersed in kind of the mission aspects and like, oh, I got to finish this and, you know, I got to see what happens next. Um, especially the plot point I'm at. Uh, I'm not sure how far Leo is and Matt's in, but um, yeah, I really enjoy the game. Um, almost on the lines of other open world game on a separate platform. Um, that I was putting countless hours, 50 plus hours into. Um, so, yes, um, I think the critic scores, I don't, I don't know how to fix it. I mean, I'm no, uh, no genius there, but they need to, I don't know, put like a little cushion on some of these. I, I don't know. I don't even know. Not, I don't know the right answer. <laughs> yeah yeah I don't, it really just because i think the simplest one would be something to the effect of like a 50 50 split like hey at, over time the developer has gone ahead and put this much work into the game right because it's different than like if you put out the game one time you make no improvements or changes to it over time and then you were to go back and ask for it to get re-reviewed, that makes no sense. You did nothing with the game. However, again, the example I gave of like No Man's Sky, they've gone through so many iterative updates to that game. It is night and day different from the game that released at launch. So I think that's one of those, like if the developer said, hey, we'd really like if the community would re-review our game, short of coming out with a remaster, really. Like, that's the only thing that happens nowadays, right? You have to repackage and go through this whole rigmarole to get it looked at twice. Well, Cyberpunk, when, I mean, that's another example. Yeah. That was a disaster, and then after that, update, that last update, it was like, 
like I booted it back up and I was like, yeah, this is a decent game. Um, so Starfield, they did, I don't think they released the update that it's coming out. So the main problem people had on the PC side was on your games or vice versa, I should say, your PC is not good enough for the game. Like, you update your PC. You need to update your PC. That was funny. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So. It's like, why why didn't you, that interview you're talking about, why didn't you optimize the game for PC? And then Phil smiles and Todd Howard's like, we did. You just need to update your crap. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was funny. Like, I have no top of the line computer, but like, I feel like it could be more, get a little more performance out of it. Um. And I don't think it's the computer. <laughs> I I will I will hundred percent agree in a certain light of I think they optimize certain things of the game. I don't think they optimize it across the board. Why do I say that? I've got and, and this is, you know, not to be braggadocious, I'm just saying. I have a liquid cooled thirty eighty TI that I'm running this game off. And I would have to look I would have to look to see like what the what the PC specs are for Starfield because I meant to look that up earlier this week and I forgot to. Um, but I'll tell you what, dude, I have never had Omega crash the amount of times that it's crashed trying to play this game. Uh, it's been extremely upsetting. I'll be like doing something. I think the last that I was playing the game on PC was I was just going to. To, to toy with the idea of going ahead and doing um, upgrading or editing my starship and like as soon as I went into the editor boom black screen which for yeah. me is a precursor and I go down and I now I have the side panel open because um, I've got swing doors on mine and so I had I went and I felt the GPU and it was on fire and so I'm sitting here going dude I've got an Nvidia GPU a, a pretty decent one I would say. Um, I've gone ahead and it's liquid cooled. I've gone ahead and I've turned down a couple settings in the game. I've gotten the latest GeForce, uh, you know, driver update where it talked about performance enhancements to, to Starfield. And my thing is still damn near catching fire. So no, I will go ahead and take a little bit of, of, you know, uh, a little bit of, uh, grief towards uh, Todd Howard and the team that like yeah there's there's still a little bit more work to be done. Um, yeah, I got the um spe- well the recommended I guess specs. Um, yeah, I'm trying to look for the specs right now. Uh, Ryzen five or uh, i seven, sixteen gig RAM, Radeon fifty seven hundred, and then Nvidia ten seventy Ti, um, and then of course the SSD required. So, um, it's not by all means anything crazy. It's, you know, we, I mean, your specs are better than mine, but they're way higher than those. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, that's the recommended. Um, I, I wish they would have done like kind of, dare I say, normal PC stuff where it's like minimum recommended max. Um, Cause yeah, you're talking Ryzen five. I've uh, thirty six hundred. I've got uh, what am I rocking on on that rig? A thirty nine, thirty nine fifty X. So I should have more than enough memory. I've got sixty four gigs. 
and like I said, a 3080 Ti liquid cooled, like I should not be having these problems. Um, so I don't know if it's something else that I have to tweak. Um, if I have to undervolt the GPU, it's, it's, it's getting to the point where I have to tinker with stuff that I don't have to tinker with for any other game. And so that's where I kind of go, you know, Spider-Man me, no, you need to do something Bethesda. Like I'm just being, trying to be polite about it. Right. But I've some, had, something's uh, up if my stuff is damn near catching fire. Yeah. I've had one crash. And it was during uh, like a space battle with like six other ships, so I can't understand. Maybe it was a higher load. Maybe I had other stuff running. What are you? What are you rocking for your output though? Are you doing 4K? Are you doing just 10, just regular 1080? Okay, there's a difference there. I've been rocking 4K. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah. it's still because I use overlay or the Nvidia Shadow. What is it? Shadow Play. Yeah. So I can see the overlay and I can see where it goes 60 and I drop a couple frames here and there when I'm like whipping around. Yeah, mine's depending on, you know, load screens and uh, whatever plan I'm on. It, it ranges from like 60, high 60s to like low hundreds. Um, it spikes here and there, but, but uh, for FPS. But, okay. Uh, well, back, so back to the, the game itself. So I think we kind of got off on a little bit of a tangent there, but back to the game itself then, <laughs> like, so you said you're like 30 something hours in. I just checked. I am, uh, wait, you said you're how many? 50 hours? Wait, how many hours is, or you, no, you don't know the hours. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Let me pull it up here. I'm, I'm currently, again, based on stats, there's a little bit of pause time in there, which I don't know, quite frankly, if that counts it or not. Uh, but I'm basically I think it at, does. okay. I'm at 32 hours of gameplay. Uh, and again, based on what I said last episode, probably like two hours of that, give or take is me, was me surveying a planet cause I, I'm being dumb and I'm literally running around the entire planet. Uh, I took a pause on that cause I was like, I want to get back to gameplay stuff. So I have some, sub something substantive to talk about on the show. Uh, and yeah, insofar as the storyline stuff. I am probably only on the second major mission. Uh, I went ahead and uh, what is it? The what's it called? Devils, the Devils, you know. I think, I think, I finished that one. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to go too too into it. If you know the name, you know the name. Um, but I think I'm only on the second story mission because I was like, oh. Let me pick up this contract. Let me do this. Let me do this. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I've been to, I want to say, five or six different systems. And over the course of that time, uh, right now, once we get done with this and I jump back into the game, uh, I'm on a quest. And I'm trying to think how to describe without giving anything away. Because it's kind of kind of amusing, kind of interesting. Um Let's just say um, paradise is in jeopardy. That, that I know that sounds super vague, um, but something along the lines of paradise, if you've uh, seen this thing in the game, you know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, folks try to capitalize on paradise, and uh, paradise is in jeopardy. So um, it puts you through... As you get through some of the dialogue options, I'm now at what 
could almost be related as like a Fallout 3 megaton type decision. <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course the companion's rolling with you and they're like, don't even think about that as an option. And I was just like, I mean, I wasn't. I was just experimenting to see what the what the dialogue options were. Um, it's but funny. It's, um, like, we're kind of around about the same play times, but, like, our games are completely different. Yeah, <laughs> we've done like, <laughs> such, such different stuff. Um, well, at least you we've, we've now established that the three of us have gone ahead. Oh, no, I say that. You finished that one mission we were talking about pre-show, right? Well, yeah, because you yeah. have the yeah, 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 because you have the you have the spacesuit. Um, oh, the man, yeah, the man. yeah, you've got yeah, there's it. There's like a side quest, yeah. Yeah, you've got it. I've got it. I think Matt's aware of it, but he hasn't played it yet. Um, I don't remember how that one comes about. That you learn about it. it. Was, oh, it's from a story um, mission, right? It was random, a random pickup from like a secret outpost yeah um and then you go and investigate and yeah. you know, go into details but yeah um but yeah so i which mean which is also cool because like some people might not even run into said like these type of missions without exploring elsewhere yeah and picking up you know non-weapons and made um sort of stuff so um i'm a pack rat currently um <laughs> i have I just got a new ship and it's like over 2,000 cargo, so um, no problems there. Yeah. So I just have to upgrade my uh, crafting ability to kind of use everything. It's kind of just hanging out until I do all that. So, so I, in the beginning of the beginning of the game, I focused more on the combat, of course. Yeah. Um, which kind of screwed me because yes, I was killing a bunch of stuff, but then I couldn't take it with me mm. <laughs> so like you know the items and weapons and stuff yeah. so then I went for the weightlifting, and then that got me by a little bit and then my ship didn't hold enough it was just a snowball and then that's how I got so out of whack with the missions and then yeah. I finally got back on track so well especially like it, you trying to do uh, I'm not trying to take away the thunder right but like I think we did We that's about where we got cut off audio wise last week you talking about doing something more of like a pirate run uh mm -hmm. I, I could see that being difficult where you're like I, I gotta i gotta get all this stuff but then you're encumbered <laughs> hashtag forever encumbered um <laughs> and then you what, can't fast travel so i'm like walking yeah. miles and miles just yeah. to get back to my ship whereas whereas me that actually now in hindsight was kind of advantageous because i was at that same you know stuff where I'm just like gotta pick this up gotta pick this up ooh a Grendel ooh a Grendel ooh a f uh, you know whatever Mount, ooh, ooh a Malmstrom <laughs> ooh a Grendel um, ooh Firestorm uh, so I'm going ahead and I'm picking up all this stuff but I had already intended on maxing out a lot of physical traits because I want to I want to do my like Jedi build uh, to the point where now I am I want to say I'm like halfway through am I halfway through? I, no, I think I'm like three quarters of the way through leveling up to level four of like the cardio, the running stat uh, to yeah. the point where now if I am anywhere near my my weight, my encumbrance limit, I'd barely see the the O2 bar go down. Like yeah. I basically have to encumber which myself is, to see that thing go down. And which it, is interesting because um, 
Like, I don't have any of that. Yeah. But I have the introvert trait. Okay. Yeah, you got so, the trait, yeah. And then I also have the alien DNA. So, like, there's no need for me to get that stuff. Because my mm. O2... Like, if I don't have a companion... Like, I, have, I roll around with the Vasco robot guy. Yeah. Because, you know, it doesn't count towards the introvert. So, like... I can focus on other things and still have a bunch of O2. Kind of, kind of neat. You know, you can play the game completely different. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, I think, what we all look forward to is, um, I, we, we, we talked about this pre-show of going ahead and, like, hey, we may come back and give, like, reviews. Like, we went ahead and kind of set our piece last uh, last week, I which... just use the start. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's the start. Um, I've heard two two different theories i've heard hey do what you got to do with the story mission and then it really opens up in new game plus and then i've heard hey don't even worry about it you'll get there don't rush the story and just enjoy the bethesda game for being a bethesda game and that, that's kind of the path that i'm on right now is i don't want to rush it plus i have a, a very bad vice that I, I have a hard time finishing games i don't know what that's about um but yeah, right now I'm I'm really just trying to play it and enjoy as much as I can, to the point where I will say one one of the, <laughs> one of the things that I constantly find myself doing now subconsciously or unconsciously is I am looking around the level to find the comics. I don't know if you've seen or, or picked up many of those. Uh, I'm rocking two right now. One of them is like I've unlocked um, a menu item. I permanently unlocked a menu item. For, for cooking or whatever. And then the other one is a 5% increase to missile damage. Permanent 5% increase to missile damage that, you know, my, my spaceship dishes out. Um, but now seeing those, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, I don't know how many of these there are, but if you can, like, stack that stuff up, you know, like, you could, you could in theory, barely work on your traits at all or perks, and it's like, boom, I am, you know, playing a meta within the game and building up that way, but I don't remember where I found those, but I, now, like I said, I'm unconsciously, like, seeking those things out as I play. You have any of those that you're, uh, that you're doing? I've like, just been, I've been collecting the little plushy things. The plushies, baby. <laughs> which which, which one's your favorite so far? The, uh, the little, um, uh, dog. The dog with his helmet, yeah. <laughs> the white dog, yeah. Um, but the, I just started collecting mugs today. Yeah. <laughs> I read somewhere you can put them on the, uh, cockpit somewhere. Like yeah. Ornaments. I think, I uh, really... so we saw, we saw that article from the that. Bethesda that they're trying to like, you know, the six most requested features or whatever. Um, it, it's funny cause one of them that we read about was just like a eat button. So instead of picking up food, putting it in your inventory to then go and eat it, which uh, far be it for me, I'm not a dev, but I'm like, I feel like that would have been an easy kill to have before you even release the game. Um, but, uh, I was talking mad about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have a different opinion, but food is like, kind of worthless yeah i mean so it you can cook it and get the buffs but yeah. some of the medical aid stuff you get this almost the same type of buff yeah i don't know if i have something in particular i'm, I'm usually rocking around 40 of the med packs 
like just naturally going through stuff. So um, for me, again, I'm using it advantageously. It's a little time consuming, but uh, because I'm trying to work on my wellness perk, um, you know, just heal, heal the, the health and everything. The, the goal for me is be able to run forever, uh, cellular regeneration plus having wellness. So I've got, you know, max health or whatever. And overall, what is it? Is it plus 10? Actually, I never even thought of that. If it's, if it's cumulative or if it's just total or, uh, additive, right? Cause it's like you do whatever wellness or whatever stat and it's like, Hey, uh, increase 10%. I'd have to reread it. If it's like increase your health by 10%, increase your health by 20. Is that additive or is that just like in total? Um, so I don't, I'll have to look at it. But anyways, uh, I want to basically be pseudo invincible in the physical format, um, to where I don't have to worry about the guns and I can just just neuro strike the crap out of dudes. Um, but yeah, so we'll see, but I, I agree. I think, uh, the food, especially as you start growing your health and it, you know, you have some challenges like heal a thousand points of, of health. And you're like, well, cool. I'll eat this orange that heals one. (laughs) It's like, what are we doing here? Right. So I, I get what you mean. I get what you're talking about, but, uh, cool. So, what what's uh as of right now what would you say walking away again we're not doing we did we just said our piece last week but walking away from this episode um what what are we thinking we're we're liking what we're playing yeah if i um i've thoroughly enjoyed fallout 3 mainly because i was not doing the main story right um and it kind of just wrapped, you know, focusing on level, I think it was level 40 or something. Basically well, focusing 50, on yeah. getting to that level. So when I do finish the missions, you know, it's not as overbearing as uh, it would be, you know, or so. But the Starfield, um, I kind of fallen into that kind of game. Um, you know, I did a decent amount of missions, but now I'm kind of exploring out like, I was so focused. It's funny because I was so focused on the systems, like of surrounding the beginning of the game, and I kind of scrolled to the right, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Like, there's you know level fifty systems out here that I have to eventually get to. Um, so I've been trying to, you know, upgrade my grab drive to kind of reach some of those and see what's going on out there. So it's a very immersive game. Um, there's lot going on so i could see definitely over 100 hours um easily yeah i mean and what we see we saw the how long to beat right now says completionist is over 200 like i i'm i don't know how one does that unless you're like one of these reviewer types that's just like literally trying to grind every single thing experience everything you can in the game uh but even then like you're over 200 hours right now and again i hope i believe and i hope that bethesda is going to focus on this going forward and they've already talked about if you pre-ordered the game or what have you whatever version that there's another like storyline that's coming in uh i hope that they're going to keep that going there's going to be additive features so this becomes like a 500 hour game not necessarily from the jump but if people wait 
you know, until all these extra DLCs come out and it ends up being a 500-hour game. So be it. As of right now, um, there's there's some there's some bumps, there's some hiccups, you know. But all, overall, I think it's a good game. I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah. So that's about it. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show here because I know both of us want to get back to playing the darn thing. Uh, just remember, folks. Next week we'll we'll definitely have a little more to talk about because Tokyo Game Show is gonna be coming up. On Thursday, September 21st, it starts the business uh, business days for two days. And then next weekend, Saturday and Sunday, is going to be the public days. Uh, so we'll see. Hopefully, they'll get all their presentations out uh, during the business days. And we'll get to talk about some of the stuff we saw there. Uh, otherwise, feel free. Like, subscribe, share with a friend. Sorry that we lost our, our third member here. Um, probably a good thing because I feel like, as of right now, I could be wrong, but I feel like you know, Snipe and I have played the most out of this game, so I don't know if we'd be leaving Matt in the dust um, <laughs> as far as his contributions. But we'll be sure to get him on board and hear what he's got to say and and play some more. I think he said he was just basically going to be, you know, playing most of the weekend. Chef. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, his his interstellar chef uh, character. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, once again, like, subscribe, share with a friend, do all that good stuff. Feel free to check out our past episodes. I don't know what happened. We had one episode that took off, and we had nearly 300 views. Like, it was wild. And then this... algorithm. Yeah, that <laughs> algorithm, though. And then last week's episode, we had, like, 20 views. I don't know what was going on. Maybe I need some more sensational titles for you guys. Uh, but that being said, uh, this has been episode 95 of Gaming's Greatest Generation podcast. We thank you guys. We look forward to... Uh, you being here for more episodes. And remember, gaming's greatest generation is the one you guys are a part of. See you guys.